0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Ah. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's right now. Get a cafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just ninety nine cents until eleven a.m. Price of participation may vary. Today on the Charlie Kirk Show, we have Congressman Matt Gates, one of the good guys in Congress, one of the few who fights for our country, fights for borders, fights for the rule of law, fights for economic freedom, and is someone that I am honored to consider a friend. He is an up-and-coming star in the Republican Party. You've probably seen him on television. And he has a new podcast out. We talk about that as well. We talk about Trey Gowdy. We talk about Michael Flynn. We talk about the Chinese. We talk about how our generation should stand up against the threat the Chinese Communist Party. Please email me questions. I can ask our guests at freedom at charliekirk.com, freedom at charliekirk.com. Make sure you are subscribed to The Charlie Kirk Show. Type in Charlie Kirk Show, your podcast provider, and hit that subscribe button. And make sure you have those five star reviews we have some huge guests coming up this week including greg jarrett and many others so you're going to want to be subscribed buckle up everyone we got a great episode in store here we go charlie what you've done is incredible here maybe charlie kirk is on the college campus i want you to know we are lucky to have charlie kirk charlie kirk's running the white house folks I want to thank Charlie. He's
1: an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will
0: not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Charlie Kirk Show. I am honored to be joined here with Congressman Matt Gates, one of the few members of Congress who actually fights for what is right in the world, fights for the president, fights for our country. Congressman, welcome to our podcast. And it looks like you have a podcast too right now that our listeners can subscribe to.
1: Yes. Thank you so much, Charlie, for having me on. Thank you also for your encouragement. Uh, You know, a lot of folks don't know that you and I regularly uh, text and communicate about how we can help the president and the country, and you told me to get off my duff and start a podcast. So folks, uh, search for Hot Takes with Matt Gates. We're on Spotify, now expanding to other platforms, and uh, go check it out. You'll uh, learn some stuff about what's gone on behind the scenes and led us to this critical moment in our history where we've got the chance to vindicate our movement, a movement that uh, is, I think, the most powerful in modern American politics.
0: I I agree completely. So so Congressman, could we just start with how you see things are trending right now? The Chinese coronavirus has, in a lot of ways, uh, put America at a standstill. This was unpredicted in some capacity. You're a member of Congress. You saw this coming early on, and you warned against the threat of China, and you have some very specific um, pieces of action that you want the Department of Justice to take when it goes to Chinese-made drones. I want to get to that in one second. But first, can you just talk more broadly about U.S. relations with China? How should we approach this, uh, those of us in the MAGA Trump movement, but also what you're hearing in your, our district and how you think we should confront the Chinese threat?
1: Uh, I believe that the question as to who is best prepared to confront China will be a central question in the 2020 election. And the reason that's helpful to President Trump is that he is the first president in modern American history to really understand China, to understand that they are not some friendly workplace competitor, uh, that they are truly trying to replace the United States as the dominant global superpower. Uh, Before President Trump was elected, I think both parties were pro-China. Both parties supported China's entry into the WTO. Their ability to manipulate currency was Unchecked by Republican and Democrat administrations, and China built up their own country and their own economy at the expense of the American worker. Uh, President Trump reshuffled the political landscape when, on his campaign trail, he made China a central issue. I mean, you know, even uh, you know, even uh, Republicans like Romney were telling us, "Oh, you know, Russia is the big issue." I totally disagree with that. I mean, we spent years trying to tell the American people Russia is in a demographic tailspin; they are a fully commoditized economy, and you've seen the negative uh, consequences and the vulnerabilities they have as as a result of that. And they really are are a regional player. In a lot of ways, meanwhile, China is building out this one belt, one road strategy. Uh, They are seeking to win the 21st century by challenging us militarily, by challenging us from a technological innovation standpoint. And now through the coronavirus, we really are exposed to how devious the Chinese are willing to be. Uh, it is my belief, based on the information I've reviewed, that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the birthplace of this virus. I'm not saying it was released on purpose. I'm not saying it was even weaponized on purpose. but. You know, it is it, it, it is not the case that this thing, you know, jumped from a bat to a pangolin to a human. So you got the Wuhan Institute of Virology involved in this activity. They sequence the genome on the 2nd of January and then they wait until the 12th of January to let the rest of the world know what we're really dealing with here in terms of the technical features of this virus. And so, like, why in the world? You know, would they do that? And I think the answer is that they were trying to secure all the PPE they could at that time. They were trying to export the virus to Milan, New York, Seattle, so that it wouldn't appear to be the Wuhan virus, but perhaps something that they could blame on someone else. Uh, and now I think you see China doing all they can to try to uh, limit America's ability to respond by by uh, limiting our access to the. Type of stuff that we would need. Fortunately, President Trump has uh, acted swiftly. We've built up our capabilities here in this country, and I think that going forward in America, uh, this view that Democrats and Republicans have had that China is just our just our quirky little competitor, uh, that's out the window. And you will not be able to be pro-China anymore going forward in American politics. That's my macro assessment, Charlie.
0: I think that is well put, Congressman. And for years, I was told by CEOs, business people, entrepreneurs, and very well funded think tanks, people listening can fill in the blanks themselves, that the more we traded with China, the better. And I was convinced of this based on what they considered to be comparative advantage in international trade. However, the problem, Matt, is they were they had a very targeted campaign to deindustrialize our country, and they did so rather effectively. They have malevolent aims towards the country, to our country and towards the entire world. Not to mention, the more we have traded with China, the less Western friendly they have become. And yet Joe Biden and his friends, and guess what, Matt, a lot of Republicans and a lot of your Republican colleagues and their family members got enormously wealthy selling our country out to China. And the great Tucker Carlson did some amazing monologues talking about some of the firms that helped design the actual redomiciling and relocating of American companies to China, which is why I have called for a complete and total moratorium on all trade with China. It's aggressive. It is something that has come under fire by a lot of people. But if we either treat them like the enemy that that they are— and view them in the terms we do with the Soviet Union in the 70s and 80s because the more we trade with them, the more they are going to try to infiltrate our country. Additionally, Congressman, I want to get your thoughts on this. I've called for a total moratorium on immigration at least until unemployment gets back to pre-pandemic levels. With no NBA, NHL, or Major League Baseball, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you're just wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on from their online casino to poker to blackjack as they're bringing Vegas to you. If you're missing the NFL, I know I am. NFL Draft was one of the most entertaining sports events I've seen in recent memory because it was the only sports event I've seen in recent memory. I miss baseball. I just miss being able to watch athletics, basketball. It would be NBA playoffs right now. Awfully depressing. But if you're still into entertainment betting, you can bet on American Idol stock prices and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. The UFC is back on, the ultimate fighting challenge is finally back on, which might be a leading indicator we might get our sports back. Visit the website or use the mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online your online wagering solution, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, they're going to get back. So visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Podcast One, bet online to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. Visit betonline.ag. Don't forget that promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. You have been outspoken and you've been courageous talking about how Chinese Communist Party students are getting into the places of higher education. We have a lot of students that listen to this podcast, Congressman. Can you comment on this and what the policy approach should be when it comes to Chinese Communist Party students in our colleges?
1: Well, China has a strategy to use uh, some of America's strengths against us. You know, one of our strengths is that we've got some of the smartest folks in the world and we maintain an ambition advantage on the world. And so what China has done is sent some of their best and brightest over here to study at our colleges, to work with our researchers, to get you know, internships and externships with our companies. They specifically target dual use and dual purpose technology like energy, like telecom, like drones, like quantum com- computing, like uh, certain elements of, of rocket propulsion and physics. And then they go, They they don't then enrich our country with that information. They take that information back to China and then they use it to compete with us. Now, is there some Corresponding opportunity for Americans to go and learn all the Chinese advancements for for our benefit. No. No, it's a China first approach that they're taking. And frankly, you're right. Too many Americans have been blind to that. And and you mentioned the notion of the hypocrisy with some Republicans who have benefited from these pro China relationships. And ultimately, Charlie, I mean, I you know, this may this may be a little truth serum here, but that's the reason Hunter Biden is never really going to be held accountable for what he did mm-hmm. in Ukraine or China because a bunch of these senators don't want the media looking at where their family members work, where their spouses work, where their kids work, whether they work for lobbying firms or PR firms that then have contracts with businesses that are engaged with China. And so because you know there are too many folks living in glass houses over there in the Senate, there are not a lot of rocks being thrown. And, and, and I mean, you know, that is a sad thing to have to admit, especially when we've got Republican control. But what other reason, Charlie, is it? that the Senate has not held hearings on these serious allegations to demand documents and get evidence.
0: It's well said. And the reason is because almost every member of leadership in both parties and for the last couple of decades have benefited financially, materially in some way with a relation with the Chinese Communist Party whether it be approving these transcontinental trade deals, whether it be working in some way as a proxy or auxiliary of Chinese Communist Party-sanctioned companies, or representing U.S. companies to be able to continue their pioneering to the Chinese market at the expense of the American consumer and the American producer. Speaking of that, Congressman, I want to get into something technical that is very important You've been warning against the drone industry, and you have said that the Department of Justice should ban Chinese-made drones uh, that were used to enforce social distancing guidelines. I want you to first talk about the importance of this, because I think some people don't realize how the drone industry is kind of the new frontier, if you will, of data collection, Orwellian surveillance, and how we have allowed the sinister Chinese Communist Party to basically have a entry point into the privacy and the movements of the American people. Please talk about your passion for this and how our listeners can help.
1: This is really scary stuff. So drone technology was a uniquely American enterprise. We did the innovation around drones, but then what happened was China China stole our stuff. They replicated the tech and then they dumped cheap products into our market. Today, China owns like 70 percent of the drone market through a company called DJI and American drone companies uh, were not sufficiently protected. Then coronavirus comes and there is this demand from law enforcement agencies around the country to be able to enforce social distancing. And so DJI, this this Chinese drone company, donates just a ton of drones to 22 states, over 48 municipalities Uh, To fly around. Now, why should that scare us? Because in 2017, our own Department of Homeland Security out of the Los Angeles office wrote a memo indicating that these very DJI drones were dual use, that while they might be flying around a park to enforce social distancing, that they're really collecting information on key infrastructure, electric grids points of vulnerability, ingress and egress, and that they do report those things back to China. Again, that's not some conspiracy theory I thought of. That's what our own government wrote in a report. After that report, Homeland Security grounds their DJI drones. The uh, U.S. Army says that they will never again procure these because of their uh, compromising capabilities. And even the park rangers at the Department of the Interior grounded their DJI drone fleet. But today in America... There is this massive expansion of this Trojan horse intelligence gathering operation run by China, executed by the DJI drones. And your local police department may be unknowingly at the controls of a Chinese operation to make your communities less safe. And if you're worried, well, you know, I don't care if China if if China knows I'm grilling chicken in my backyard. You know, what am I worried about? The real question is, as these broadcasting surveillance flights are occurring, You know, are they picking up where you get your water, where you get your energy? And that is just simply not information that I want China to have. So I think the Department of Justice needs to act swiftly on this. They need to issue guidance. And hopefully, Charlie, uh, the states will also take a role here. The state's attorneys general just sent a a memo to the United States Congress, uh, 17 of them encouraging us to pursue action against China. I would suggest that every attorney general in America could issue guidance today to their law enforcement in their state, saying, Ground your DJI fleets. Our government knows that this is not a gift. This is an intelligence collection asset provided to us by our enemy.
0: It is so well said. Thank you for your leadership on that because so few members of Congress are actually getting into the weeds of how the Chinese Communist Party is continuing their imperial international expansion into our country. Quite honestly, it's terrifying. It's terrifying that the tyrants of Beijing and Shanghai will be able to open up their laptops and see the movements and see how American citizens are going to church or not going to church these These people cannot be trusted, and would you give fascist Italy? would you give mao 's China that sort of power because that 's what we 're dealing with here. We are dealing with a malevolent regime that has a million Muslims in concentration camps they 've been trying to build an international empire and they 're ahead of schedule. They lie continu- continuously it is a it is as they speak, the lies flow, and we have covered that extensively here on The Charlie Kirk Show. The last few months have really taught us what's important in life. It's also taught us what we need to eliminate or change. It's the exact same for business. What are changes you need to make? Do you have a hairball of multiple software systems where you could streamline with one? I know I do, or I used to, and that's why you need NetSuite by Oracle the world's number one cloud business system. Finance, HR, inventory, e-commerce, everything you need all in one place as you save money and headaches. When I switched to NetSuite by Oracle, I can tell you it saved me money, time, and flexibility. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in sales, NetSuite gives you visibility and control so you can manage every penny with precision. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to go faster with confidence. NetSuite surveyed hundreds of business leaders and assembled a playbook on top of strategies they're using as America reopens for business. Receive your free guide, seven actions businesses need to take now and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash Kirk. Get your free guide and schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash Kirk. That's netsuite.com slash Kirk. The other thing, Congressman, I want to ask you about before we get into some of the Michael Flynn news, which I think is very much pressing on our listeners um, kind of listener's radar here, and I get a lot of messages about it, is I want to thank you, and I'd like to have your comments on this, on why you did this. I want to thank you for being one of the first Republicans to ever say, you will not take political action committee money. I have not seen a Republican do this in recent time. I think that we lose authenticity and we lose the ability to communicate to younger voters in particular on the money and politics issue. At the Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, you announced that you will no longer accept PAC money. Can you tell us why you came to that decision, any of the feedback you've received, and do you think that other representatives should follow suit?
1: I am the only Republican returning to Congress that will never again take a federal political action committee check. Uh, And it's because it just felt like prostitution, Charlie. I mean, it's like these people show up and they give you money and then they tell you what they want from you as a consequence of that money, and they expect it, and it's like they put you on some allowance. And frankly, the only special interest to me is the American people. And if you spend your time trying to compete to be a boring valet to the special interests by running around and doing their bidding, it's so easy to get caught up in in the BS of Washington and to forget about what the real needs are throughout the country. And so I want to liberate myself from that experience. I have no interest in uh, taking pack check money ever again and and frankly I don't think we need it. Like President Trump gives us a unique ability to break the chains of the old regimes of Washington and the old ways of doing business for Republicans and Democrats. He's shown that if you have a movement and a message that the money will come in the form of patriotic Americans who will fuel our message to fight back against the lying media and the corrupt uh, radical left. But but if we ourselves decide that we're just simply going to do the bidding of the people who give us money, then we're really no better than The swamp rats on the other side of the political spectrum. And so I want to lead by example. I want there to never be a question in the mind of any constituent I serve that my decisions are, you know, probably sometimes right, occasionally sometimes not right. We all have an error rate, but they're going to be decisions based on what's in my heart and based on what I'm able to ascertain as a member of Congress. They're not going to be based on uh, who gives me the most money. And and, and frankly, uh, I think that this is just a rare time of political realignment where where we can do it. We can harness a populist energy in America uh, that hasn't existed previously.
0: I completely agree. And I know that it came at some cost of potentially getting less political contributions. I have called that I have called for no member of Congress should legally be able to take federally registered lobbyist money, especially lobbyists that are registered to lobby for foreign governments. But most of that money goes through PACs. And that's why what you're doing is so important. Uh, and it's a, it's a distinction, but it's not much of a difference in the sense when you say you won't take PAC money, it's effectively the same thing. And most Republicans, quite honestly, are willing to take instructions from the corporate committees and from the foreign registered lobbyists at the expense of the American worker. So, Congressman, I also want to talk about here Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Recent revelations have vindicated and validated and corroborated a lot of claims that you made on cable television the last couple of years, where you said this was a Russia hoax. This was a coup from within against the president. It came at great expense for you and a lot of your allies, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows as well, who called it as it was. And quite honestly, the media came after you very aggressively. Um, can you speak to, uh, and Devin Nunez has to be mentioned as well for his role and how bold that he operated and how, what he did. Can you first just give us some thoughts on these recent revelations? What can we also expect? And I want to give a shout out to Rick Grinnell as well, because he was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back in a lot of the declassification of Adam Schiff. Uh, we would not have seen a lot of those documents. We'd love to get your thoughts on that, Congressman.
1: Sure, sure. And uh, folks can also go check out Hot Takes with Matt Gates, my podcast now live now today. And uh, I go into this uh, subject in great deal. But, but Charlie, just think about what we've learned since quarantine began. We've learned that when the FBI used the Steele dossier, they knew that the dossier was the target of Russian intelligence to create dis- disinformation in American politics. We've just learned since quarantine that when Michael Flynn was interviewed, that even the people doing the interview believed that this wasn't a sincere investigation, that they already had the information. It was a setup to try to discredit Michael Flynn to stop him from reorganizing an intelligence <laughs> community that the establishment intended to weaponize against Trump. You know, and, and we've also learned that in 2017, I mean, long ago, the Intelligence Committee was taking testimony, Trey Gowdy was asking questions and eliciting the responses from Clapper and Susan Rice and Brennan, that there was no evidence of Russia collusion, that there was no predicate for this to have occurred. And yet we're only learning it now. And that's the real question, Charlie, because you're right. We've all taken some slings and arrows. Nunes and Jordan and Meadows and DeSantis and myself all at various times have felt like lone voices in the wilderness as we've called out the corrupt origins of this investigation. But the real question is, like, how could our country how is it only taking until 2020 to learn that? And, And there is an answer. It wasn't just that we were fighting against the Democrats or the media or the intelligence community. The Republicans who were in charge of the House of Representatives in the last Congress when we had control were not fighting on our side. They were acting more like the lawyers for the deep state than they were investigators getting to the truth and vindicating and validating the duly elected president of the United States. On May 29th, Paul Ryan and Trey Gowdy go into a closed-door meeting with Christopher Ray and Rod Rosenstein. And at this point in time, Meadows and Jordan and I were screaming from the rafters that we wanted subpoena power. We wanted witnesses before our committee. We wanted public hearings and we wanted to get to the truth. And Rosenstein and Ray and Gowdy and Ryan emerge. And Gowdy goes on television on May 29th. And he says, you know, I am I am Trey Gowdy. You all know me as this, you know, very aggressive prosecutor. And I'm here to tell you the FBI did nothing wrong and nothing that they were doing has anything to do with Donald Trump when he did that. It totally deflated the work that we were doing to hold these people accountable in real time when we had power. And every time we went on television after that, making the real claims, we would get fed back the comments of Gowdy or the comments of Ryan. that there was really mm. nothing to see here. So it was a devastating blow to us. We lost all this ground. And then last night, Gowdy is on the Tucker Carlson show. And I, I would encourage all your listeners to go back and watch Um, Tucker's interview of Gowdy because he pressed him. And Gowdy essentially said, I was wrong. I made a mistake. I I shouldn't have defended them. And and I really appreciate that. It takes a true leader to acknowledge that that they made a mistake. I've made mistakes in life. I'm sure most people have. But it's also important for us to understand what the real cost of that mistake was, because when I get asked by regular Americans, when are we going to hold people accountable for these crimes? I have to tell them that. We lost so much time. We lost so much momentum because of the lack of boldness from Jeff Sessions and Paul Ryan and, to an extent, Trey Gowdy as well. And so I appreciate that Trey has set the record straight, that he said the wrong thing at those times. Jordan Meadows, DeSantis, myself, Andy Biggs, Zeldin, we were saying the right things at those times. And maybe in the future, those folks will listen to us a little more when we're trying to get the truth before the American people.
0: Well, Congressman, I was also going on cable TV, not nearly as much as you, about this topic. And every time I would say this was a hoax, this was a coup from within, look at Peter Strzok's, Merck's text messages, look at the lovers, I would always have the clips of Trey Gowdy being played at me. Same exact thing. So they'd say, well, Charlie, I don't know, Trey Gowdy, who's the chairman, says that the FBI's acted wonderfully. And quite honestly, it was, a, it was, hard, to, it was hard to refute that, especially myself as a, as a non-member. As someone who does not
1: What are you supposed to say when someone asks you on television, what do you know that Trey Gowdy doesn't? Right? Because he saw stuff (laughs) that we hadn't. But what I still don't understand is like even following Tucker's interview, right? Why in twenty eighteen did Trey act like he didn't know the things that he himself elicited in twenty seventeen? I I don't get it.
0: Yeah. And so uh, Trey is very vocal and very visible. And he also has a podcast out. I don't know if you saw that or not, Congressman. Uh, And I'll tell you that I don't necessarily hold this view, but I get a lot of messages from people that are very upset at Trey Gowdy because they felt as if prior to all this, Congressman, he was also the lead individual on the Benghazi issue with Hillary Clinton. And there were other members who felt that he could have done questioning differently and could have led that differently and used subpoena power differently. And so I completely and totally agree that it is admirable to own up to a mistake, and I'm glad he did that. But it was not an insignificant one. It wasn't a filing error. It was a conscious decision aside with deep state bureaucrats where we know the history of the bureau matt we know how these people work we've known this for decades that the bureau protects their own they will cover up evidence that's not all people but it is true at the highest levels of the fbi for decades since janet reno and even before then they have done suspicious if not borderline illegal activity and i don't have to say anything more than that and it's no it's just comey and ray all the way down I want to share with you a new partner we have on the Charlie Kirk Show. And look, we're very selective about the partners we bring on here. Okay. We got incoming from all sorts of, let's just say, different companies. Okay. But I was so thrilled. We vetted them. I use them personally PC Matic. They are off the charts. So look, here's what PC Matic does they protect your computer. Whether it be a Windows computer, XP Vista, Windows 7, 8, and 10. I know we got a lot of people that use Macs. They protect them too, phones and tablets. They protect them from hackers and they stop modern threats like ransomware. They are a next generation antivirus protector. They are your shield. They are your wall. They are your bulwark. Not that type of bulwark. The good type of bulwark. And let's just say they build a very beautiful wall away from foreign actors that want to hack into your computer. And guess what? They're there. They try to get into my computer, but they fail because I have PCmatic. They're the only one that has American research development and support PCmatic. All their competition, by the way, is made by foreign countries. I want America first partners. I said, Charlie, PCmatic is the only one that is not really made by foreign countries. And I said, yes, I want them. That's where the viruses originate, by the way, is overseas. You want an American first An American made wall for your computer, and that's PC Matic. They block annoying and malicious ads for hassle free web browsing and make your computer fast and even more reliable after your use. PC Matic is only $50. It's unbelievable. $50 for five devices for one year and a 30 day money back guarantee. I've used it, I put my name behind it. They love our country. And they protect you from the Chinese Communist Party and all these foreign actors that want to get into your computer. They're an independent testing firm. AV Test just named Matic as a top performer in cybersecurity industry, giving it the best performance award for 2019. If you act now, PC Matic has offered my listeners a free month of security protection with the purchase of an annual license, an American-made antivirus system. That's what they tell me. They are an American-made antivirus system. Guess what? It totally checks out. I know the ownership. I know the management of PC Matic. So here's what you do it's pcmatic.com slash Charlie. just got to go to pcmatic.com slash Charlie. Again, build the wall, fortify your computer for just $50 for 55 devices. Our border needs a wall. Your computer needs a wall. World class security, American research, development, and support. All the other competitors. If you believe that there are threats to America, then you believe there are threats to your computer. Buy American. Don't support the Chinese. Support our country pcmatic.com slash charlie pcmatic.com slash charlie final question congressman how do we get justice now how do we get justice right now we lost the time we know the mistakes that were made how do we do it
1: yeah the bottom line is dan coates didn't get the information out that would accelerate the path to justice and rick grinnell uh, the fantastic acting uh, director phenomenal. of national intelligence i mean he he's in there like uh, like a wrecking ball, and he has no no deference for the way that things used to be done if those ways are improper or if they are concealing to the public on matters that should be uh, in in our national discussion about how we want our intelligence community to behave going forward. So the way we get justice, get, get the names of the unmaskers out. Grinnell has delivered that to the attorney general. The attorney general is reviewing it now. But it's it's not enough just to talk in the abstract about the bad conduct. We've got to name names. And then finally, I would say from Durham, this investigation going on into the corrupt origins of the Russia investigation. I don't want to see a damn report. You know, I don't want to see some 75 page report that tells us all the things that went wrong, but no indictments. I want to see indictments. I mean, Robert Mueller went and indicted these 13 Russians that are never showing up for anything. I mean, that was just like a show indictment. So
0: they're they're never coming back to America. That's a joke.
1: Yeah. Thank goodness, you know, we had Robert Mueller to go, like, tell us that Russians do weird things on the Internet.
0: Not only that, like Russian military members. Okay, we can indict the entire Russian military for being against the United States. Give me a break.
1: Right. But I think now you know, we need that indictment strategy rather than the book report strategy. Uh, That that is the key thing that will determine whether or not we will be able to make up for all of the ground we lost under the Sessions, Ryan Gowdy era.
0: Well said, Congressman. Super quick. Can I get a 30 second reaction on Pelosi's $3 trillion stimulus bill that now you're going to be forced to vote on in 72 hours or less?
1: Uh, Yet again, Nancy Pelosi is engaging in, you know, show process. Insincere negotiation, and what's sad is that in these times of great crisis, we actually do need leaders from all sides of the political spectrum to pull together so that we can provide provision to our people and it's a shame that Nancy Pelosi is instead sort of using the floor of the House of Representatives as a as a theatrical venue rather than as a place to actually tweeze through uh, the effective strategies to help our people.
0: So well said, everyone, go check out hot takes with Matt Gates. If he beats me in the podcast charts, I'll be okay with that because he's a patriot, he fights, and he actually cares about the American people. So check it out, Hot Takes with Matt Gates, Congressman, thanks for fighting for what is right. It takes courage. You get a lot of arrows thrown at you, and uh, you're one of the good guys, one of the few. So thanks for joining the Charlie Kirk Show, Congressman. Any way we can help you, we got your back.
1: Thanks, Charlie, and thanks for always uh, giving, giving advice to many of us in Congress who appreciate the unique way that you can help us frame issues and uh, and really excite the energy in our movement and use it uh, use it in a productive way. You guys do a great j- job at that uh, on the show, on the podcast, and certainly over at Turning Point as well.
0: Thank you, Congressman. I really appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Stay well. Thank you. What a great interview that was with Congressman Matt Gates. Please email me your questions, freedom at charliekirk.com. I love a congressman who is willing to name names, fight for our country, stand up against the Chinese pursue the truth, pursue the rule of law. He is one of the few congressmen that doesn't take corporate PAC money and the only Republican congressman who does, and he deserves to be commended for that because that's not easy, but it is the right thing to do. We talk about the corruption in politics all the time here on The Charlie Kirk Show. I talk about campaign finance reform, about how people that are foreign registered lobbyists should not be able to contribute money to political campaigns. He's one of the few congressmen that actually walks the walk does a terrific job. I encourage you to support him. And he's very generous with his time here on the Charlie Kirk Show. I speak to him frequently. Um, And he was also uh, very, very generous in his description of that. And make sure you check out his podcast. Well, email me your questions, freedom at charliekirk.com. We have a huge week coming up. Uh, Benny Johnson from Turning Point USA will be joining the podcast. And if you want to get involved with Turning Point USA, go to tpusa.com. That's tpusa.com. Start a chapter, go to an event, in some money. That's tpusa.com. Email me directly at freedom at charliekirk.com. It's freedom at charliekirk.com. And finally, make sure you're subscribed to The Charlie Kirk Show. Type in Charlie Kirk Show to your podcast provider. Hit that subscribe button and give us those five-star reviews. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Till next time, God bless. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way.